I find yeah. that very interesting, the relationship for people between like success and failure. Mm. Um, because like, how have you truly failed at something? Yeah. Like, you still gave it a go. For yeah. me, in, in my eyes, my opinion, I just see everything as a lesson. <laughs> the only way to really fail is to just not give it a go yeah. at all. Because yeah, you, you never know, start. you don't learn. My purpose is helping people finding their voice mm. um, and supporting them in, in living a more fulfilling life through joy, uh, authenticity, and vulnerability. And for me, yeah, like yeah. that doesn't like that doesn't have the word music in it. So yeah. I can do that through my coaching. Yeah, I can I love that. do that through dancing in the park, or I can do it through catching up with a friend. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Finding a purpose that is like an umbrella statement of how you can incorporate that into multiple areas of your life. Yeah, just allows you to live a more fulfilling life. Yeah, I love that. Welcome to the Post School Podcast with me, Nathan Moss, an extension to the Uncle Nathan blog that sees me chatting with some pretty amazing people about their journey, with the hope that you guys can take something away from it to apply in your own lives. Join me as I chat to leading academics, roaring social media influencers, big business execs, local business inspirations, students just like you and I, and so many more incredible people. I'm here today with special guest Sam Higginson. Thanks for coming on, mate. Thanks for having me on, Nathan. Appreciate it. Cheers. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. Yourself? Not bad. Not That's bad good. at all. Good, good. Uh, so tell me a bit about yourself. Um, so born or grew up in the Northern Beaches. Um, lived there for the majority of my life. Moved out to Bondi a couple of, couple of months ago. Um, yeah, went to school, been to uni, done an undergraduate degree and a postgraduate degree as well. And um, yeah, work as a musician at the moment. Um, and doing a bit of life coaching as well. Nice. Yeah. Uh, tell me about your degrees. What were they? Um, so I did a Bachelor of Music. Um, mm -hmm. I took a gap year after I finished high school. Um, didn't really know what I wanted to do after school. Um, and then, yeah, I did a two-year Bachelor degree of Music, majoring in uh, Contemporary Performance, and then took another, a little bit of a gap year after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then went back and did a Master's of Teaching. Yeah, so, yeah. Teaching. What was the motivation behind teaching? Um, during that second gap year, I went overseas and worked in uh, at a summer camp in America, which Sick. was a lot of fun. Basically, as like a music teacher yeah, for wow. three months, um, which was life changing on just as a personal growth, and yeah, then also yeah. just being able to do something that I loved, which was music, mm. and to be able to teach that to young kids and see their faces light up was just like life changing, so yeah. heartwarming. Um, so then, when I got back from that, I yeah enrolled in the teaching degree. That's so awesome. Afterwards, yeah. Yeah. And was sort of music and teaching like a passion while you're in school or not so much? Um, music was. Teaching, not. Well, it was a little bit actually. Like towards the. Must have been around year 11. I actually wanted to drop out of high school. Yeah, well. Um, the only subject that I did like was music. Yeah. And that was the only thing that I really like, enjoyed was music. So I thought about dropping mm. out and just going to a music school. Um, but after like sitting down, having chat to my parents a little bit about it and kind of like sitting myself like the best opportunity for me to kind of going forward, whatever it might be, I didn't really have a plan if I just dropped out yeah, and right. going straight into work. Um, whether it was retail or hospitality, wasn't real, really where I wanted to be anyway. Mm. So I ended up finishing up high school um, and yeah, as I said, after school, I took a little bit of a gap year. I knew that I liked music, but I didn't really know what jobs I could get from that. Yeah, I just yeah, knew yeah. that I loved singing and playing guitar, basically. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, worked at a cinema for like six to eight months and then did a little bit of travel to see some family overseas in England. And then I got back and then 
saw, I don't know if it was an advertisement or I had a few friends who'd gone to the Australian Institute of Music right. and then and an audition for there and, and joined in and did a, yeah, that sick. degree. Was that not having a plan in year 11 the reason that you continued on just because you didn't know what you wanted to do or was it more of a like did you have pressure from your family or friends to keep like stay in school? Um, wasn't really the pressure from like parents or friends or family it was more so just that that like little bit of guidance like I didn't have I just knew that I liked music and I was like that's the only thing I like I don't like yeah, any yeah. of the other subjects as much I enjoyed maths um, but being as I said I didn't really have a plan if I did drop out mm. like where was I yeah. gonna go what was I gonna do like doing a trade didn't really interest me yeah. or going to like TAFE didn't have as many options that fulfilled yeah, me yeah. as much as well so I think it was kind of just that drive of sitting down and, and knuckling down to just like push through and then yeah, at least get enough. to the end of it and sort of congratulating yeah. myself and sort of building up that resilience even if I wasn't fully aware of it then mm. looking back now and be like I'm glad that I did just finish yeah. it for like myself that I got to the end yeah fair enough um, do you think yeah. at school you sort of got that opportunity to explore music or was it were you definitely like pushed towards doing the obvious subjects like English and maths and just doing well at them or do you feel like you got to explore that sort of avenue a bit? Um, yeah I definitely had the opportunity I did a lot of school performances which I'm super grateful for yeah, like whether it be uh, there was quite a few school programs so like choir ensembles as well mm. and regular festivals or assemblies that I'd always perform at mm. um, and so there was always that opportunity to perform um, yeah but there was definitely still that that hard drive for those more like core subjects of yeah. like English and maths and, and sciences. Yeah, um, I feel that. Yeah, so and I definitely think that they have their value in sort of giving you the foundations of um, structure, especially when it comes to English, like writing essays, like if you do go into university, mm. then it's useful for that or writing a yeah, CV totally. or a cover letter, like it does kind of unconsciously yeah. give you there the skills to do skills, that. Yeah. yeah but it's definitely not the content no. that's so important. Like no. the way they make you regurgitate it, I don't think the content itself actually helps you after school, but it is that like teaching your mind to, I guess, get used to learning yep. and get used to enjoying learning. Yep, definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, back to music. Talk yep. to me ha about how you turned that love of music in school into an actual career path after sort of exploring um, after school, like the gap years and uni and everything. How did you end up back on music and turn it into a way to actually make a living? Um, so yeah, after doing the traveling and doing the degree, I, always, I did a few little gigs here and there, maybe like one gig a month or one every two months in the, around the Northern Beaches. Um, and then it was the start of 2018 when I started doing the teaching degree at the same time. I'd been working in hospitality um, and retail for a long time. And then I kind of just got to this point where I was like the only way I'm going to be able to know if I enjoy gigging full-time is I just remove that safety net of mm. a retail job or hospitality job yeah, yeah. and yeah it was at the very start of 2018 I quit that like retail uh, hospitality job that I had mm. and then kind of just went into gigging I got a promo video made um, reached out to a bunch of agencies venues and just started gigging and getting through there and it started off rather than being once a month it was like once every couple of weeks and then yeah, two yeah. three That's um, and yeah having that promo video of like good quality audio and visual yeah. really allowed me to 
pivot and transition really, really quickly yeah. and get gigs. So it did take that sort of like initial investment and I guess risk in yeah. just going for it and trusting in your own ability to, as long as you can showcase that to people, they will want to get you in there. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. And I, I just like, like a lot harder yeah, otherwise. I just had that um, perspective of like, again, looking back now, you hear all these quotes, um, but like, if not now, when? Mm, and yeah, like, totally. I just kind of had that mentality of like, I might as well, like at the time, was it 2018? I would have been 23, 24, I think. Um, it was like, I might as well give it a chance. If mm. it works, great, incredible. I get to do something that I love every day. Mm. Um, and if not, I know that I at least gave it a shot. Like I'd much rather try it and then I can make the decision from there rather than yeah, just totally. sitting around and like wishing I'm just going to be able to play music every yeah. day. Yeah, that's um, sick. And especially yeah. I think while you're young, that's sort of the best yeah. time to take that risk because at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, you don't necessarily have the, that mortgage to pay. You don't have the kids, the family to provide for yet. So I feel like it's definitely the time to do it if anyone's thinking about doing it. Yeah, um, definitely. Just give it a go, see what happens sort yeah. of thing. Um, why not teaching? What sort of happened at the end of the degree? Um, I really enjoyed it for the idea of being able to help and support the students. Mm. And I got a lot of, I did a few different prac placements, seeing different schools from uh, all boys, all girls, and then a co-ed school, both yep. in like the uh, private sector and public system as well. Um, and it was really incredible to see just the different dynamics and, and how that all worked. And I realized that I loved teaching and sharing the knowledge that I had mm. with the students. Um, but I just felt quite restricted, I guess, to an extent in regards to the amount of protocols that were and yeah, expectations yeah. from the school and then the kind of government system as well. Sort of like mm. I, the degree that I had was to be a music teacher. Yeah, um, yeah. And there were just some things like the music syllabus. I don't know if it's been changed now. I haven't looked at it, but it's like it was written 20 plus years ago. Yeah. Like it, it kind of gives you that freedom to adapt it a little bit, but that's a program that hasn't been yeah exactly changed it's definitely not so up long. with the times no. especially like the past few years how music has changed yeah. in the past few years i don't think it it doesn't really give you that room to be creative in a creative subject yeah um so yeah i can definitely see how that sort of faded away for you yeah so that was kind of the the direction that i moved from and also at the same time those gigs that i was playing really mm. like bulked up i was doing two or three like two weddings of a weekend and a bar or a restaurant gig either side of that on a Thursday mm. or Friday night, maybe even a Sunday, depending on where it was. And for me, that was something that I loved doing, like being able to perform mm. and sing and, and like doing something that I loved and filled me up, but also being able to bring that to other people in a bar, restaurant or a wedding where it's such a loving mm. environment. Um, so that kind of shifted my focus. And then, yeah, I haven't done any teaching since then. Um, I have yeah, just been gigging full time and then slowly sort of moving into this mentoring yeah. space, I guess, which is where I'm at. Yeah, I yeah. love that, that you were so confident in yourself that you went down that path, you've completed the degree and then decided this isn't for you. I think yeah. that's like a big fear for a lot of people, especially like with the HSC, with uni, is that their passion might be elsewhere, but they feel like now that they're strapped into this ride, it, it'd be a waste of time sort of throwing it away. But I think seeing you actually do it and making a success of yourself away from what you originally had planned in teaching, yep. um, even though your passion was music the whole time, yep. I think that's really inspiring for some people. Do you, like, what sort of 
advice would you give someone in that situation where they're like sort of they want to do something else but at the same time they feel like they've come this far it's not worth giving up yet i think the power of like listening to your gut and intuition mm. if you have that ability to like really just stop and think about it um a little activity that i've sort of been incorporating in my life over the few months where i've been making decisions is just really stop and focusing on my breath doing mm. three seconds in holding for three seconds and then mm. breathing out for three seconds just to repeat that yeah, yeah. for like three or four times and really sitting in like okay how does this make me feel this decision going forward but i think giving yourself the opportunity to like try something even if it's scared like you getting comfortable with being uncomfortable is yeah. another big thing like that's the only space where you're going to be able to grow so i think yeah, giving 100%. something a try at least that you can say okay, I actually have evidence that I didn't like that, yeah. or maybe I did. Mm. Um, and I think kind of being okay with, within yourself with the fact like, do I need to keep on finishing this degree or do I need mm. to change? But I think just kind of building that resilience and, and trust in yourself to start something and then finishing it can be powerful as well, unless it yeah, totally. is really like detrimental to you, like either your mental health or physical health as well. Um, but yeah, I think the importance of, of trying to finish something can be good but at the same time mm. giving yourself like what are you going to be able to get out of it yeah yeah totally um, and did you have sort of those days in this journey where you were like i don't i don't think i am gonna make it out of this like as in going for the music life yeah. did you have those days where it's like maybe i should have just stuck with teaching like what am i doing yeah definitely even throughout the teaching degree as well like i yeah. knew that i liked teaching the, the um teaching the students but at the same time i thought well uh, maybe this isn't the right space for me and then you kind of have that thought of being like oh I might be able to use it in the future yeah, and yeah, there's always yeah. that like little idea of like oh what if I'll be able to use it mm. then um, and I think just being grateful for that opportunity like whatever you're doing yeah. in that moment you're still going to be able to learn and take something out of it and yeah. seeing it as a lesson yeah 100% um, was very important yeah like, looking back at that moment yeah. that's definitely how I try and view life I guess is that yeah. like no matter sort of what I'm feeling in the moment, the thing is I'll wake up tomorrow, look back at it, and whether it was a success or a failure, at least I can sort of take something away from that. Yeah. And I've definitely found lately, like, I learn a lot more from the failures than I do yeah. from the successes. And yeah. I also feel like failure happens a lot more than success, which yeah. is, for me, I see it as such a big positive because it just gives you a chance to continually learn about yourself, yep. about what you're doing and sort of where you're going with it all. Yeah, interesting. Um, Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt. I promise this will just take a couple seconds. I just wanted to say this podcast was made to benefit as many young people as possible. It would mean the world to me if you could leave a rating and a review to share the word among others just like yourself. Also, don't forget to follow Uncle Nathan on Instagram at Uncle Nathan Co. and DM us if you have any questions or simply just want to have a chat. Now, back to the episode. I find yeah. that very interesting, the relationship for people between like success and failure mm. um, because like how have you truly failed at something yeah. like you still gave it a go for yeah. me in my eyes my opinion I just see everything as a lesson whether it's been uh, a uni degree a work decision um, relationship or or anything across life like what mm. is something that I could learn and like there would have been something still from that experience yeah, yeah, that totally. you would have been able to learn something from like you yeah, didn't necessarily 100%. fail it's just like okay what can i maybe do better what do i have to change next time yeah, whatever yeah. the decision might be but yeah. that's just i i agree <laughs> it's like the only way to really fail is to just not give it a go yeah. at all because yeah, you, you never know start. you don't learn all you learn about yourself is that 
you didn't give it a go and you yeah. never got that opportunity to make something of it. Yeah, um, exactly so yeah, right. I 100% agree. <laughs> agree. So let's talk about your recent sort of movements. Yep. Kerwin Ray, that's where it all started. Bit of life coaching, yep. mentoring. Talk to me about that. Um, so yeah, during COVID, um, things obviously stopped a lot with my music. Came to a, a very big halt. Um, I was actually meant to move overseas and live over in Greece for a couple of months mm. and then go move to London wow. um, last year. So obviously that didn't happen with, with COVID, but yeah. I kind of, my two big words for, for 2020 were uh, acceptance and awareness, like accepting of things that are in my control and that aren't and then what mm. I can kind of do about that when yeah, was yeah. having that awareness it's like okay I've accepted that this I can't change this right now but what can I do yeah. and that was kind of what led me to Cohen Ray and doing his nail it and scale it course um, and really started me on this sort of like self-development self-growth journey um, mm. for many years before that I'd spent money investing in my music skills or music equipment yeah um, and then last year I kind of got to a point where I was like I need I don't know what switched in me specifically but just being able to like investing in myself yeah and yeah Cohen's uh three day i did the yeah nail it and scale it was just life-changing you spoke about like quantum physics and sales matrix yeah, and wow. um it was just really game-changing just sort of opened my eyes i started yeah, reading yeah. books again which i hadn't really done since high school yeah. where i like we were told we had to read books yeah. for a, an essay um, but i started reading books for the enjoyment of learning and growing yeah totally myself um yeah that's the interesting thing with books is that like i feel the way school is taught it really puts you off reading and like i know for myself i hated reading just because of school but yeah. as soon as i sort of found that genre that I enjoyed reading straight away I was like oh I love this yep. and it is back to that sort of investing in yourself like the amount of knowledge that I get from reading stuff that I enjoy is yep. so much more than I get from anyone sort of trying to teach it to me I guess because yep. I can take it in in my own sort of way and yep. process it in my own way um, yeah for that reason like I'm so glad I stumbled back on reading on books yeah because I, otherwise I would never have got that value yeah definitely and I think it just takes that time that kind of like separation from school um, for some people at least anyway to kind of give you that opportunity to actually like pick up a book and seeing mm. something that like you're writing for sorry you're reading for enjoyment or yeah, yeah. to grow yourself rather than the purpose of just being to write that essay or yeah, totally. like use it as a reference in like or yeah in, in an essay or whatever yeah, it might yeah, yeah. be um, so yeah, I started getting into reading a lot more and listening to Cohen's podcast. Um, I was working at a bakery like five days a week as well. And at yeah, sort of right. just for four hours of the morning, I just listened to Cohen's podcast yeah. and really started hearing how people had made it in their, mm. their life and gone through challenges and then started doing some self-development programs, um, attending workshops online, yeah, yeah. watching a lot of like motivational uh, videos on YouTube and kind of just trying to understand more about emotions, behavior, mm. thoughts and feelings um, and how I am and then kind of understanding what are the things that are important in my life and kind of getting clear on my own values mm. and my purpose and then sort of aligning my actions around that in my daily life yeah. and yeah I can honestly say my life's just like pivoted like I feel like yeah. a completely different person to where I was four months ago. That's so um, awesome. Yeah it's been. I love that pretty incredible journey. Yeah. Talk to me about how you sort of mapped out those values and what you wanted out of life. Like you said, 
that was sort of what you did and then mm. from there you started to feel better but talk to me about the actual process of it did you write it down did you just think about it at night for a few hours talk to me about yeah that. so i did an eight-week program with a friend carlo cirillo um and yeah his program basically just sort of mapped out those uh it's just like foundations of basically of, of how to get clear on mm. on like being confident more in yourself and your actions and your choices um getting clarity on who you are now and who you want to be mm. Um, and yeah, for the values work, it was basically scrolling through a big list of values and understanding, okay, what are the ones that like resonate with me or I would like to resonate? How do they make me feel? Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. what are the actions that I can align with that? Um, so for example, a big one for me was connection. So it's like, how can I, or how does it feel when you connect with someone? It's like warm yeah. inside, it makes you feel nice and happy and joyous. Yeah. And like, how can I do that? It's like, whether that's group classes at the gym or reaching out to friends for catch-ups or joining some sporting groups, like how can you implement those values in your daily life? Yeah, I um, love that. It was a big, big game changer What were some of your other values? Um, I'm trying to think. Listening to my intuition yeah. was a big one as well because yeah. for a long time I get stuck in my head. Yeah. Um, and there are days where that still happens now. Your, your ego is kind of that fight or flight trying to protect you from a decision, but sometimes it's like coming back to that breath idea that I said before. Mm. It's like you don't, we're not in a fight or flight situation. It's like yeah, I'm just 100%. deciding like what to have for lunch or yeah. <laughs> if I go for that run or I don't go for that run, like whatever yeah. it might be. Um, but yeah, just kind of sitting in that, in that thought and taking that breath to just really just stop yeah, and think totally. about what do I want um, yeah. and listening to my intuition was a, was a very big one. Yeah. Um, my health as well, kind of like a holistic approach. Mm -hmm. um, diving into rather than just focus, focusing on physical and going to the gym like what else comes with that like physical health and creating mm. a healthy lifestyle it's like well you yeah, got to think yeah. about what you're eating and nutrition so for a long time i just have like little snacks and not be actively thinking about okay how much like protein if i want to gain muscle or carbs to be able to fuel my body if i'm going for a run or a big workout at the gym or being out all day like i need to have sustenance otherwise i'm just going to burn myself out so realizing that I was burning myself out because I wasn't fulfilling myself or fueling myself in the right way. Um, just getting clear so that those times where I would open up the fridge door and see chocolate and be there, I'm like, well, that's gonna be a quick little hit. Maybe I should have some oats instead that's gonna actually fill me up and last me for longer Yeah, yeah, as yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I get on my that. daily activities. And I read, uh, I'm reading a book at the moment, Principles yeah. by Ray Dalio. Interesting, um, I'll it's check a, it out. It's a Good. great book. Yeah. Um, but I actually read the other day and he was talking about first and second order consequences. Mm -hmm. And um, like one of the examples that he used was with exercise and it's yep. oftentimes we make a decision based on that first order consequence when really it's the second order consequence we should be looking at. So yep. like for example, he said, we eat a chocolate bar for the first order con consequence of feeling good yep. and satisfied because it tastes good. Yep. Whereas that second order consequence is we go backwards in our fitness journey. Um, and likewise with working out, we work out, or rather we don't work out because that first order consequence is it hurts yep. and it's a struggle. Yep. Whereas you look at that second order consequence and after working out, you feel good, you feel fitter. Yep. Um, and he said too many people make decisions based on that first order consequence. So yep. it's, it's something that I've been trying to do in my life yeah. is think, 
all right, maybe like right now in the short term, yep. this is going to be difficult for me, but think five years down the track, yeah. I could be a completely different person just because of these small moves I'm making now. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's definitely helped my mindset sort of shift yeah. a bit. Beautiful. I sure. love that. That's such a like, yeah, it's a really nice idea with the, the order of consequences and seeing mm. like how that plays out in a day to day yeah, life yeah, totally. of that like short term gratification versus like yeah. what are you actually long term going to be able to get out of this if you do that, other, make that other decision. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. What sort of tips would you give someone who sitting there not knowing 100% sort of where they want to go or what they yeah. want out of life? Sort of how did you through the course come to that realization of your values? Like obviously the course helped you. Yep. I mean, get down to the nitty gritty of it, but how would you actually analyze your life to figure out what you like and what you don't like? Um, like, yeah, doing a bit of a reflection and getting clear on your values was really big, important for me and seeing those areas of, of how I could actually figure out, okay, here's a big list of things and it might be, um, like you can just Google values list and just mm. go through and be like, okay, what's important to me that really stands out mm. maybe pick like five to ten it's probably an easier amount to sort of stick with and getting clear okay like how does it make me feel when i do those things and then what are some simple action steps that i can actually do to implement and just having that clarity yeah like really just helped me refocus um and for a long time i felt as well being a musician and working as a musician i kind of had this identity of I am the musician mm. and then I actually cut my thumb and I had to go to hospital yeah, towards right. the end of last year um, in like November. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, um, yeah, I hit yeah. the nerve, it hurt pretty bad, I got a scar on it. Right. But, um, <laughs> and I kind of got to this point where I was like, who am I if I don't have my music? Yeah. So that's where kind of finding that purpose yeah. in nice. that purpose statement of understanding. Like, so for me, my purpose is helping people finding their voice mm. um, and supporting them in, in living a more fulfilling life through joy, uh, authenticity, and vulnerability. And for me, yeah, like yeah. that doesn't like that doesn't have the word music in it. So yeah. I can do that through my coaching. Yeah, I can I love that. do that through dancing in the park, or I can do it through catching up with a friend. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Finding a purpose that is like an umbrella statement of how you can incorporate that into multiple areas of your life. Yeah just allows you to live a more fulfilling life. Yeah, I love that. And you offer that coaching like for anyone who yeah. wants it, needs it? Yeah, exactly. So that's the, the space that I'm stepping into now with all of this growth and development that I've learned over the past few months. Mm. My goal is now to just help people feel the same because for me, kind of being in that space through high school as well, like not knowing where I was going after school or yeah, having yeah. this idea, like I've still had 10 over 10 jobs since I finished high school and only now do I really feel like I'm yeah. doing something that I love every day and that might change in six months it's the same as the music that mm. I like loved and enjoyed for two years mm. um, and yeah at the moment I'm offering those coaching packages to help people sort of know that it's okay you don't have to have everything figured out yeah, right yeah, now yeah. but what are those little action steps that you can take where you can start figuring out what are some things that you might like yeah. or you might not like and then sort of finding that that confidence and clarity in yourself to mm. to make those steps forward to where yeah. you want to be nice i love that yeah um all right we're going to finish up with 10 under 10. okay it's 10 rapid fire questions you have one second to answer one second one. to answer you're not okay. to think about right. it you're not allowed to elaborate <laughs> you just got to answer okay all right so number one would you rather perform in front of thirty thousand people or in front of your idol one-on-one -on -one? Thirty thousand people love that would you rather chase your dreams or chase money that's gonna help you get to your dreams? Chase my dreams. Love that. Saving or investing? Investing. 
Would you rather work for yourself or work for someone else with a similar sort of passion? Ooh, self. Cool. Who's your ideal collab? Oh, I can't, I don't know. ideal collab. I Eves was probably what jumped into my head. Yeah. Oh. Um, hugs or handshakes? Hugs. Sam hugs on Instagram, yeah, everyone. Hug. Yeah, that's it. Love that. <laughs> Would you rather stay at home for as long as possible so you don't have to pay rent and you can sort of get up, get up in life yep. or move out as soon as you can? Move out. I love that. Yeah. Um, reading or listening? Reading. Okay, cool. Most inspiring person you know? Carlo Cirillo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And last but not least, yep. what is your guilty pleasure, your favourite midnight snack? Dark chocolate. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Cool. That yeah. wraps it up. Um, thanks heaps for coming on the show, man. Awesome. Thank you very much for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate having you on. Where can everyone find you? Instagram? Yeah, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and my website, thesamhug.com, uh, or thesamhug is the, mm -hmm. the hashtag or the, the name. So, yeah, I'm on there. Awesome. Yeah. Cheers. Beautiful. Thanks for having me. Thank you. And that's a wrap. Cheers for tuning into the Post School Podcast. I've been your host, Nathan Moss. If you want to read any of the show notes from today's episode or simply check out the Uncle Nathan community, be sure to head over to unclenathan.com or follow us on Instagram at Uncle Nathan Co. Thanks for listening and catch you next time.